Welcome to Electropreneur Secrets, the electrician podcast. We're here with you five days a week to help you master sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level service. With me, as always, my esteemed co-host and business partner, Joseph Lucani. And yeah, we've got a great topic for you today. Something that we experienced ourselves this morning, actually, as we were leaving for the studio today, Joseph had an AC um, what would we, what would we yeah, let me, let me jump into it. So what, I, yeah, so what, what was for. going on was we had pre-scheduled the service call as usual. And as I encourage every one of you to do, if you're offering service agreements, buy service agreements. So support your other support your service providers by buying from them. So we did the same thing we preach and I signed up for a service agreement. They took care of the heat and today they're taking care of the AC. So the first thing that happened was I feel like I got white glove experience. The first thing that they did was they literally called the day before to confirm it. Great service. I feel like all of us should be doing that at the bare minimum. They confirmed they said what time we're going to be available. The second thing was, is the guy shows up, but we also got a text saying he was on his way. He sent a picture of himself with like, this is like a headshot. This is who I am. This is what I do. Great. So I knew that even when I was leaving my wife home, that they were going to be in good hands. I knew who it was. I knew what to expect. I was actually familiar with the technician. He had worked with me prior. Then when he got there, he actually had what looked like a little notepad. But on the notepad was a laminated piece of paper. And it had what looked like six steps. And what he had done is he'd broken down his process to what we can expect on this call. And it literally blew my mind with how professional it was. Do you mind if we kind of jump into it? Yeah, for sure. And and the beginning part was just as important too. So not mm-hmm. to rush through that. Yeah. And I even went a step ahead and said, you know what? It would be awesome. And I condone those little pre-introductions. Mm-hmm. It would be excellent to have the CSR with their email signature in that correspondence. That's the mm-hmm. one person that should even have their photo attached yeah. because that's the person they might not meet. That's mm-hmm. the person that they might not be able to put a face to. Have you ever had an email relationship with someone who you later then actually met and you realize God, you're nothing like I thought. So the funny thing is, is I don't have anything that comes to mind initially off email, but what does happen is Facebook. You connect with someone, you talk to people, you send messengers, you see like I have a Facebook picture, you kind of know them, but then you're like, oh, I actually talked to them. You're like, oh my God, you're super chill. Like I can really connect with this person. So in this circumstance, Clay's 100% right. Your CSR is the smile behind your brand. And wouldn't it be nice to be able to see that smile? Of course. And so a lot of CRMs actually do this tech intro and they'll send out that information. If you're not leveraging that piece of your CRM or you don't have a CRM to help you with that, Mm -hmm. you should be following this technique to help warm up that homeowner to who's going to be arriving at their home. I think Mm -hmm. this is super, super powerful. And in this case, the guy that showed up, Paul, same middle name as me. Paul, if you're ever watching this, I know you're an AC guy sworn to your trade, not ours, but... Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. And the intro that we got matched the dude. He was a great guy. He really was. Well-dressed, clean-cut, even beard oil, I noticed. Of course, yep. we're paying attention to the little things, though. Yeah, no, he showed up clean-cut, ready to impress. So immediately, right off the gate, I knew he was good. And the thing, in addition to it, was he pulled in the driveway. The first thing was, hey, is my van parked okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, he's using our own line. I love it. So the fact was is... He already accommodated before he even stepped out and made sure that we knew that he's willing to move his van if it was inconvenient for us where he parked it. I feel like that was great service. It was. It was. And to be honest, I could have snuck by him. You probably moved. He moved right away. As soon as he saw, hey, there's a conflict area, A, 
we don't want to be banging up the company van, right? Mm -hmm. But B, it was the right thing to do. And it's one of the first questions we ask when we meet new clients. Correct. Isn't that right? Yeah, because it establishes that we're willing to accommodate their needs and that we're there to serve them, not just serve a problem. Yeah, I love that. So yeah. the agenda piece. Finally, we've gotten oh. back to this, but it was the first time. And Joseph, I gave them space. I mean, it's Joseph's house. I'm just watching from afar. I'm a 30,000 foot guy, right? Mm -hmm. But Joseph says, Clay, you got to come over here and check this out. It was great. It was really one of those things where he sat down. He didn't sit down. He stood up next to me. I, I say sat sat down as a uh, as an expression, but he was standing next to me and he shows this little flyer and it looked like a laminated piece of piece of paper. And on the top, it said something like, what is it? Like arrival, then greeting, then he's going to do an assessment, then he's going to provide options, then you can select an option, then they're going to do the work today, and then it shows five-star experience. Yeah, it was okay. six six piece because yeah. it fit on the page wonderfully on an eight by 11 yeah. laminated. It was great. It was like having a PowerPoint in your pocket. It really was great. But the fact was is that each individual step he touched on, he was like, what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate the system. We're going to go through everything, determine exactly what's going on. Then once I understand what's going to be happening, I'm going to introduce to you the different options that are available to you. Then you can choose which option you feel is best. And even the pictures, it showed four options, and it showed the one that was selected was option two, which is almost swayed, you know, subconsciously selecting you. You're going to choose one of these options. Then it went down to the next slide, and it simply said, today, all in green with a big happy sign. So it's like, oh, great. So we're going to do this today. And then at the very end, he moved forward. It was like, we're going to give you a five-star experience. And the thing that really stuck out, stood out to me that I really loved was he said, and if there is at any point, at any point here that you feel I'm not providing you an absolute five-star experience, I want you to feel comfortable telling me if I didn't do that. Would you feel comfortable telling me if I didn't provide you experience? And I was like, of course. But the way, main question, I want to see what your thoughts on it is, what is the value of saying, if you, would you feel comfortable letting me know if I provided a five-star experience? What are your thoughts on that? Well, 100%. I mean, it's nice that he checked in. He's asking mm -hmm. your opinion, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, again, I think it relates to something I always say, which is their house, your clinic. Yes. So we're constantly honoring that you're in their home. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of an odd situation, really, when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're the guest to my house, but I need to let you host a little bit here. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting dynamic. So these, these questions become very important to that process mm -hmm. and making sure and checking in that we're still in alignment, still in alignment, still in alignment. I agree. Now, there's actually a psychological principle that's happening there. And whether he realized it, very likely he did or he didn't, it was still in effect in my mind. How many times have you gone to a job where the customer said everything you ask? Hey, does everything look good? And they're like, yes, everything's great. And then the spouse gets home or then later you find out the person who said everything was great, they write you a review and it's not great. Or they call and they say they didn't get a great experience. The reason that likely was is because we didn't establish enough of a relationship to where they felt comfortable telling us that there was a problem. He said right at the very beginning, if at any point I provide less than a five-star experience, would you feel comfortable telling me about it? So he got his first yes, and it's what's known as a soft yes. When you get a soft yes, you're more likely to get more yeses. So he established that I'm good to talk to him. And I agree with it. At that point going forward, I literally felt, okay, if there's a problem, I'm going to bring it to his attention. How many of us are addressing this? How many of us are asking our customers, was everything good? Just to hear the yes, but not to actually hear the answer. 
how often do you feel that happens? Well, not often enough. It, it, you might have even heard this called a trial close. Mm-hmm. In many other sales programs, they're called a trial close, trying to get a few yeses before you get to the ultimate yes, which mm-hmm. is, do you want to work with us? Would You're you right. agree with that? I do. Yeah, believe it or not, the more yeses that you can get in a situation, they actually compound. So there is a, a concept of getting two yeses is drastically going to improve you moving forward with the project. But more than two is even better. That's why in our opportunity process, we actually have eight opportunities to get a yes. So it lines up with perfectly what we're doing as well. So he got that first commitment and immediately I was like, that's it. I'm comfortable with this guy. But this is what we can do because we're not here to just brag about Paul from A-Star in Middletown, which if you're watching, Paul, hats off to you, man. But the fact was is that he set up a situation that allowed us to have an immediate connection. What can we extrapolate from this? The very first thing is when you arrived, the very first step was, is my van parked okay? Right? He didn't even get out of the van. He's like, hey, Joe, I'm Paul. Hey, he recognized me. He even knew he knew who I was. Joe, it's been so good to see you. How are you, bud? He started off with showing like he knew me. So if you have your work order and you see the customer's first name, address them by first name if you already know them. First step of creating a great relationship. The next thing he did was, hey, before I move forward, is my van parked okay? Yes, the van's great. Awesome. So I've gotten two yeses already. One relationship, two yes, everything's good. Three, when you're walking through the situation, always make sure before you've actually stepped into the customer's house that they have an understanding of what your agenda is going to be. If they can understand, yes, this is the steps that we're going to be taking, and these are the next directions we're going to be moving in order to get a five-star experience, You've almost set up a runway to say, if you want the best experience, this call is going to operate this way. Now the customer knows which runway they walk on. And as long as they know where they're going, they can deliver that service, right? I love it. I do. I want to go back to this agenda card too and talk about one other thing that we really kind of skipped over. And you and I didn't talk about it on the way either. These are always off the cuff. Oh, sweet. Unrehearsed conversations. But what also happened with that card and I, I called it a PowerPoint really in your pocket. He was able to show the client this. Yeah. See, that's different than telling. Mm-hmm. We can speak the process, but does everyone learn orally? Nope. From oh. auditory intake, right? So how do people learn otherwise? Well, there's either kinetic, which is like you're physically going to have to touch something, or there's visual. Some people look and they say, like, I need to visually see what I'm talking about. Other people are like, I need to roll up my sleeves and do it and figure it out. Others are like, I need you to tell me and then I'll do it. And guilty is charged over here. If I'm just listening to a lecture, Mm -hmm. I lose track. I start dozing off or I have to go back into busy mode. I've got to do something. Oh, man. I love listening to lectures. I love podcasts. I love all this stuff. But you're right. Sometimes it's hard where, you know, you're just listening and you could zone off. Something else can happen. You disappear. I'm a seer and a doer. So when someone gets to pull out that sheet Mm -hmm. and then show me step by step, let alone like he touched it, touching it. It's very kinetic. That experience engaged with multiple sensory. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people would take to that a little bit better. They really would. So what can we do? How can we modify this? What can we do to enhance this experience? Realistically, how many of us have actually broken down the steps that we're going to take to deliver the finest service? We are going to evaluate the problem or we're going to meet the customer and establish the relationship. We're going to evaluate the problem. We are going to create options. You will then select an option. You will then choose which one you want to do today. 
and then we'll provide a five-star experience, which I thought something was really cool. Now I'm thinking it through my head. Five-star experience comes after the purchase. Mm. That's how they listed it. You do this and you get a five-star experience. So it's literally A to B. If you want the best experience, this is what you do. And we're not there with Paul, but I bet you he ties that right into leave us a review. Exactly. I can't imagine why they wouldn't. I mean, that company has phenomenal reviews. Hey, if nothing else, sponsor us. We're throwing a shout out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if he's really, truly an all-star, as I think the company he was working for was A-Stars, yeah. then he's also going to aim for that referral too from mm-hmm. that point. So well done, I think. I really now, think so too. What can people do to leverage this tool? How would you suggest someone goes about setting something up like that for themselves? Because I also think this contributes to even the beginning of setting up that process or framework for your sales interactions. So what I would say the first thing that we would do is this, is we broke down that the guy sent a message on his way, right? So the very, very bare minimum is I want you to call the day before and confirm the time and who will be coming. Then day of within 30 minutes coming out or an hour within coming out, we're going to send a message. Hey, this is the person who's coming out. Now this doesn't have to be a fancy, like, you know, software. This could literally just be getting out your phone and saying, Hey, when you dispatch out, have your CSR or have your dispatcher send a text. A lot of times these things can be automated, but if you don't have that software, you're just a guy in a van, you can still do this too. Hey, I'm on my way. My name is Joe. I'm on my way. I'm going to be there to give you the best experience I can. I should be there between eight and 12. Just take a selfie. Like if you have a professional headshot and you include it as a picture you're going to send, what is that communicating to your client? I mean, would someone just in a guy in a van have professional headshots and be following a process that delivers five-star experience? Communicates professionalism and confidence to me. Yeah. So at the very, very bare minimum, why aren't we doing these things? The only thing I can think of is either you don't know or you don't care. I can justify you not knowing. I really can. That's why we're here. But now that you know it, do you care enough to take action on it? That was like a mic dro- uh, drop moment too, by the way. I made a little face there because I was like, ah, drop, <laughs> it, was drop like, it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Drop in the heat, right? Yeah. But that really, at the end of the day, that's all services. It's if you truly care about the customer, not about the bank at the end of it, but if you care about the customer, your goal is how can I serve them better? When you're positioning yourself of how I can serve them better, the success follows you because people want to work with people that care about them. Wouldn't you? Yeah. So take the bare minimum steps to provide that level of service. And as a result, the customer will gravitate towards you. Now, I feel like that's a solid, you know, basic action. It is. What about an all-star action here? What do you think? (sighs) The all-star action is, do you even know the play you're trying to run? Because Paul knew it. He knew exactly what the call was going to flow. It was rehearsed. It was. Guaranteed. You can tell it was rehearsed and it was practiced. We didn't even mention Paul was actually late today. Yeah, he was. We forgot all about it because the service was so good. It really was. It was excusable. Yeah. He was supposed to be there at 7 a.m. Because I requested being the first call. It was between 7 and 12. And he got there at 8. I mean, technically it's within time frame. Or is it that they're like 8.30? It was still within time frame. But we were just wowed. We had great experience. We didn't need to complain about it. So the fact was, is what's the all-star action we can take? The all-star action is, do you even know the play that you're trying to run? Because if you don't know the play, how can you break it down in bite-sized chunks for the customer? We knew we are going to greet you. We are going to provide the experience. We are going to provide the options. You will select an option. You will tell us what you want to get done today. And then we provide you the experience. So it's service at the beginning, 
service during, service after. That's the framework we operate off of. Once you know that framework, the next question I have for you is, how are you communicating it to your clients? Are you doing it in a way that you could close your eyes and do it on autopilot? If you can't, it's not being rehearsed enough. And it's not to say be a robot. It's to say, once you do it autopilot, you become bad day proof. Everyone's had a bad day, but I'm pretty sure there are things you don't need to do. But a lot. You don't have to think about how you're tying your shoes. You've done them for so long, it's second nature. You can do it while you're arguing with someone over the phone. Are you practicing your process and your script enough to where you can sit back at this and say, you know what? I don't care what kind of day I had. I don't care how this customer previously insulted me. I am going to deliver the best experience to this person right now. That, I say, would be the all-star action. Muscle memory will help you huge with that. As usual, guys, strategy is not the problem. That's why we're here five days a week, giving it away for free. We're here to help you with the state management and that state of taking action and building Mm -hmm. that muscle memory. So these strategies will start turning to results. And whether they're good results or bad results, at first, that does not matter. It's going to get you closer to success. That is Mm -hmm. our guarantee. So we're here to help you master sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level service. I'm Clay Newmeyer. This is Joseph Lucani. We'll catch you guys next time. See you soon.